January 31st. Thank you guys for joining us as we head on back in. How are you this morning? Good, good. It was a nice weekend on my end. We did dinner on Friday night. Laura and I did. And then I was at the grand opening in, in Henderson. They had one of those Super Smiths that opened up. It's one of the Smiths grocery stores. They have like a wine bar, sushi bar. And so I was out there yesterday for the radio station in Henderson. A lot of uh, listeners came out. So that was really cool. So it was a nice weekend here on my end. How about you? Very nice. Uh, yeah, it was a good weekend. Just a uh, kind of relaxed on Friday. My daughter had some volleyball on Saturday. Saturday night, I uh, I had surprised my husband earlier in the week with tickets to go see Lionel Richie. So we went to that show, and it was so good. We had a really good time. We went out to dinner before and just, uh, just really enjoyed the show. And then yesterday, just football, pretty much that was it for him. I I had a couple errands to run, uh, but he he was just like glued to the games. And so now the stage is set and we've got more about that coming up uh, in the six o'clock hour this morning with what's trending. Great, great games. I feel like all the playoff games were just fantastic. And yeah, just I mean, both those games were just in, incredible. And then uh, should be a pretty big, uh, big game coming up in a couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I know that there were some very disappointed uh, 49ers uh, fans were close to the base. Uh, are, you say that like you're a 49ers fan. No, I mean, I just, oh. I, I know. I just, so I can just imagine, you know, being that, but that's your team. And I got buddies yeah. that are 49ers fans, that are lifelong fans. And just, and that's what I wanted to see win. I wanted to see uh, San Francisco and Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. That's who I was rooting for. But because there's just a tough game on both sides. Yeah, for sure. So that, uh, that should be good. But other than than that yeah it was just a really nice relaxing weekend ready to get back at it and uh yeah we have a lot going on this morning yeah we certainly do uh we have a big major concert announcement coming up at 6 a.m and once we announce that concert we're gonna have those tickets for you guys coming up in the eight o'clock hour yeah and then don't forget avril levine she's gonna be joining the show eight o'clock this morning we are excited about this we actually did a zoom with her uh last week and so we are gonna play that for you some good uh, little nuggets on what to expect with the When We Were Young Festival, her new music. And it's just, it's been a long time since we talked to her. And I have had so many people reach out saying like, wasn't she like, didn't you say she was like the worst interview ever? And I, look, that was a very long time ago and everyone deserves a second chance. And my gosh, she was fantastic. It's she whole, was so good. It's a whole new Avril. Yeah. Same thing. My mindset was thinking like, okay, what are we going to get? Because uh, the same thing. It wasn't just like, for me, it wasn't like the worst interview, but just difficult interactions with record label. And this is all, all people that she doesn't work with anymore, but just things were not fun. And, and my mindset's thinking, how's it going to be this time? Is she going to be interactive? Is she going to be engaging? And we actually were, I think we were set up to tape it on a Monday. It got moved to a Wednesday. In the back of my mind, I'm going, all right, here we we go. Yeah, this is going to cancel it again. And she gets on from start to finish. She is out, a beat, outgoing, answering all her questions, laughing, having a good time. I am a huge fan of Avril's after that after that Zoom interview. Yeah, I, I cannot wait to, for you guys to hear it. It's going to be a good one. So that is coming up. And let's do it. Let's get things started. Time for the pre-show you pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Hold My Hand by Hootie and the Blowfish? <laughs> Can you feel the beat by Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam? Can you feel the beat within my heart? Can you see my love song? 
Do You Want to Hear What You Say by Jason Derulo. Get your votes in now. You can do it a couple of ways. You can tweet us your vote at Mercedes in the AM. Go to our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning, or text or call us. 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Is Tom Brady retiring? Has he retired? There seemed to be some confusion over the weekend. So ESPN reported over the weekend that he was going to hang it up. Then Tom's own company, TB12 Sports, suggested the same in a tweet, which was later deleted. The official word from Tom's agent and his own father is that he has not decided yet. Or maybe he has decided, but he can't say so because it wouldn't be financially prudent to do so. Check this out. Supposedly, Brady's contract states that he receives $15 million from his $20 million signing bonus on February 4th. But if he retires before then, he doesn't get it. So mark the calendars for February 5th, which is Saturday. Maybe Tom will have something to say on Saturday. I just loved how everyone's like, He's, it's done. It's a done deal. And it's like, well, wait, maybe we should wait for him to say that. <laughs> People are just so quick and they just yeah. started spreading like wildfire all over the place. Teammates sending out tweets and they were deleting those tweets after they realized it didn't come from Tom's mouth. Well, it looks like Nick Cannon might be on his way to having his eighth child. So TMZ posted pictures of Nick and a woman named Bree Ticey having a, a baby shower slash gender reveal party. And it's, it's a boy, by the way. Um, so Bree is obviously pregnant, and she and Nick appear to be very much a couple. If her name sounds familiar, she used to be married to former Cleveland Browns quarterback Johnny Manziel. And if this is for real, this child will be Nick's eighth child. With five different ladies. He's, you know, he's not, he, he's not worried about it. He's just like, I like to make babies. So, you know, if, if, if that's what he wants to do, let's let him have at it. Everyone's got a passion in life. Some people like baking bread. This guy likes making babies. Yeah. I'm noticing kind of a trend here. Adele was expected to perform at next week's Brit Awards, but she just pulled out of the event. So a close uh, source claims organizers are now scrambling to find alternative arrangements or even trying to see if she can perform via video. The insider says it's a massive headache, but they, they want her involved in any way they can get her. So they're still trying to work out, I don't know, some kind of Zoom or video performance from Adele, but she backed out of yet another performance. Yeah, that's there's some there's some weird stuff going on behind the scenes. I heard some stuff this weekend, and I gotta wait. I gotta wait to say it because I I gotta make sure it's okay that oh. I say it. But I heard what some do you stuff. Got? I, Give us a teaser. Give us a teaser. Just that. Uh, well, I the, the only thing I can say is that I heard, and again, I just heard it. That if you were if you were planning to go see her, don't plan on going to see her. <laughs> it's just it, it's done. It's probably not gonna happen. That's that's what I heard, but I don't know if that's true. Or not. I, I think it's a safe bet. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a, just uh, wow. It, it, it's a mess. It's a big mess. It really. It, it, it's so funny if you look back to like the week prior. We're all like shocked that she canceled the day prior. But like, she wasn't doing any press. She wasn't talking about it. I was like very low key. It's like, yeah. hey, it's just gonna start. Like, ah, you put the pieces of the puzzle together after the fact. The soundtrack to Encanto is still the number one album in the country. It's the third non consecutive non consecutive week at number one. So in the last ten years, only four soundtracks 
have spent at least three weeks at number one. Encanto is right there with three weeks. Gaga and Bradley Cooper's A Star Is Born did four weeks. Black Panther, the album, did three weeks. And then I don't, I don't know if it'll beat this record, but Frozen spent 13 weeks at number one. That's a hefty record to to break, but uh, it's well on its way. They're like the record people are like, you guys need to play this. They're trying to push it. Um, we don't uh, talk about Bruno on, on us. Well, it's like when uh, we first started playing Frozen, people were like, is this a song from that Disney movie? Yeah, and people love it. Yeah, it took off. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1558. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to Monday. It is January 31st, the last day of this super long month. <laughs> it's like, bring on February already. It is 6.01. Thank you guys so much for joining us. How's it going? Not not too bad. Yeah, January is literally the long. It just it seems Christmas seems like three years ago. It, it, it just seems it's a long time ago. I'm ready for February to start. Yeah, and then we jump into the shortest month, so that's <laughs> yeah. a nice little boom, boom. treat there for you. So, yeah, it's uh, it's just, it's been a long one. I'm like, oh my gosh, today's not February. There's a, oh, there's 31 days in January. I always forget that <laughs> rhyme. The 30 days hath November, blah, 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 and the, the rest have 31. I don't remember what it is, but I know there's some rhyme that helps you remember. It gets you. It gets you. Do you want to talk about what's going on today, or where's your mindset right now? Yeah, we can talk about it. I don't want to like dwell too much on it and uh, uh, bring the mood down. Well, so it's, uh, it's real life. It's real life. Yeah, um, I had a death in the family, and I will have to leave the show later on uh, this morning, like in an hour, basically, because um, uh, I have to catch a flight to albuquerque and there's not a huge amount of uh, non-stop flights from las vegas to <laughs> albuquerque so my pretty much my only option was taking off uh in the eight o'clock hour this morning so my aunt uh olivia my she's my godmother she passed away um it was it was i don't want to say sudden but it happened very quickly she was diagnosed with uh lymphoma in december and then just it, it everything just kind of spiraled out mm. of control and she passed away and I'm we're going to miss her so much and I love her so much and so I need to be there um for the service which is well there's a wake tonight and then there the service is tomorrow morning so I'm going to be out for from the show uh, starting at seven o'clock this morning, and um, I will be out tomorrow. But you guys will be here holding down the fort, and uh, I'm so grateful for that. And then I will be back on Wednesday. I caught a, I, I originally was going to come back Wednesday morning, and I just was thinking about it over the weekend. I'm like, you know what? There's a late flight on Tuesday night that I will jump on and. Wednesday may be rough, but I will be back you here. Back. Yeah, well, you do. If you need to take the week, you take the week. You yeah. do what you got to do. Family first. And you, you mentioned your aunt a couple weeks ago. We're just we're really sorry for for your loss and everything you guys are going through. So I'm I'm happy that does make me happy to know that you're going to be down there. And I know you're close to your cousins and the rest of your family. So that is that is special that you'll be down there with them. But if you need anything, must you just you know we're a phone call away. You just let us know. Oh, you absolutely. do you. You take care of what you got to take no, care of. Over no, there. I appreciate that. I I really do. It's uh you know it it's true. Family is should always be first. And uh, but I also say that with uh 
the fact that I feel like you guys are all family too. So I always, you know, struggle with that sometimes. It's like, I know this is technically work, but I, I don't want to let this family down. But yes, I will be going there. And uh, Steph just came in and I feel bad. Um, My cousin had sent me kind of the run of show and I'm spe- actually speaking at the... Oh, you really? Uh, the, yeah. So I had to print out the stuff and I, I, I had the intent to go get it later on. And Steph comes in and she's like... Is this yours? I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. I'm so sorry. And then I wanted to put a little spotlight on Steph too, because Steph, you had a loss over the weekend. I'm so sorry you lost your grandma over the weekend. How are you? Um, I'm okay. I think it hasn't really hit me yet, or it hasn't really processed. You know, you get that phone call, and it's just jaw dropping. And my grandma passed away. It was actually on Friday, and I got the call. I was actually up in Mesquite doing a remote, and I kind of was just there for my mom more for it and then when I saw that stuff on the printer Mercedes it's so beautiful you guys have that itinerary and I didn't want to read into it too no much. you're fine but it, it, it hit me it's like the celebration of life of your great aunt and I kind of started tearing up because I haven't really processed the feelings of my grandma um, but when I was seeing that it's like oh here comes the emotion. Yeah, I know. Here comes the tears. Uh, but I'm trying to be strong, you know, and be there for more for my mom than anything. And I think we're going to start having to plan stuff, too, in the next couple of weeks. Was so. this, I know your grandfather just passed away this past year, within the past few years. Was this his wife? No, so this She had was, passed away before that, right? Right. So my mom, my grandma on my dad's side passed in 2019. Then my grandpa on my dad's side passed in 2021. Mm-hmm. So this is the last grandparent oh, I have. I'm so sorry. And it's my mom's mom. So it all happens all at once. You know, I, I even remember before we've been moving to Vegas, like I've never really had a death in the family. And then it all happens like all at once, back to back. But that's life. And I'm just glad they lived a long life. And I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, that, that, is, that is the truth. And we're here for you also. Uh, anything you need. It's, uh, man... The highs can be high, the lows can be low. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it it's going to be kind of a, a a difference on the show a little bit. But you guys, I know, will have just everything under control. And I am um, I will definitely check in uh, if I am able to. Maybe I'll even check in when I'm at the airport. Let's see how that goes. Yeah, <laughs> again, focus on, I mean, we'd love to have you check in all the time. But, you, you know, take care of yourself first, Mercedes. That's, no, that's the key thing. You. And Steph, nothing but love sending you your way as well. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. We do want to tell you guys this. We mentioned this earlier about a, about a major concert announcement that we have right now, and it, it, this is this is big news. You want to take it away, Mercedes? Uh, uh, yeah, this is really exciting. So we are, we can't wait because we're going to be giving away tickets to this show. Mm. We are giving away tickets to see Lady Gaga. She is coming back to town. Dolby Live. Now, is this a residency? This isn't just a one-off step. I mean, I don't have a ton of... It is. I don't have a ton of... Oh, I actually, I do have all the information. I just didn't look at it. (laughs) Well, it's April 14th through May 1st at Dolby Live at Park MGM. And this is her stripped-down version of her hits, as well as music from the Great American Songbook. It's her jazz and piano residency. These tickets go on sale Friday morning at 10 a.m., but we have them for you all week starting the 8 o'clock hour. That's a big announcement. Yeah, make sure you are listening for your chance to uh, play Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour. We'll have your chance to win this hour, too, with Heads Up. We've got some Harlem Globetrotters tickets to give away. That is always, like, the funnest show. I love that. The funnest game, I guess. Yeah, and uh, up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk about the big game. The stage is set. Also, Peyton Manning steals a show on SNL. And McDonald's new menu items that hit today, created by fans, for fans. That's coming up next in What's Trending. 
is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And right after What's Trending, we have tickets for you to go see the Harlem Globetrotters. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending Woo! on Mix 94.1. Okay, well, Super Bowl is trending, guys. The stage is set. It will be Cincinnati versus Los Angeles for the big game. The Bengals beat the Kansas City Chiefs 27-24 to in overtime to punch their ticket. After trailing for most of the game, the Bengals came back to end regulation 24-24. And in overtime, Von Bell intercepted uh, quarterback Patrick Mahomes to get the ball back. And the Bengals drove down the field to set up Evan McPherson's 31-yard field goal to end to, to win the AFC championship. They are headed to the Super Bowl for the first time since 1988. In NFC action, the Rams rallied past the 49ers in the fourth quarter by scoring 13 unanswered points to beat the 49ers 20-17 to in the NFC championship. San Francisco quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo threw a costly reception late in the fourth quarter, while Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford through for 337 total yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Rams will have home field advantage going into the big game, and they're also favorite as of now. A four-point favorite is the is the early line. I saw that this morning. That's uh, very exciting. Lots of yeah, the, a lot of people were glued to the to their TVs, and you know, I I have no investment in either. But it was fun to watch. You know, the road to the Super Bowl. I feel like this road was kind of more exciting than in years past when my team was not in it, and um, it's cool to see these underdog Bengals going as yeah. far as they're going, and then. You know, the Rams, I, I personally like them because Von Miller now plays for them, and he used to be a Bronco, so mm-hmm. I'm happy to see him. Uh, little connections. Well. I love yeah. a little connections to these teams and Yeah, stuff. It's, it's really cool. So congratulations if one of your teams is in there. That's that's the best part. I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a cl- just based on how these playoff games have been with every single one so close, so many overtimes. I think it's going to be a fantastic Super Bowl. And then this weekend here in Las Vegas, we have the NFL Pro Bowl on Sunday and then the NHL All-Star Game on Saturday. I mean, there's a lot going on right now. There is. There's definitely a lot going on. It's very exciting times, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Also trending this morning, speaking of football, Peyton Manning is trending. Not for playing football or anything, but for being on Saturday Night Live. He stole the show when he made a surprise appearance on Weekend Update on SNL this weekend. Colin Jost was the host, and he was prepared to talk about playoff football with the former quarterback when he actually brushed it off to talk about his new obsession Emily in Paris. Here's here's why. Here's his little explanation on that. So you didn't watch any of the games? Well, I planned to, but I had an hour to kill before the first game. And just for fun, I put on the first episode of Emily in Paris season two. <laughs> and I watched the entire season straight through. Oh, my God, Colin. This show has everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. So so he asked him about the, the rumor about Tom Brady retiring. And here's what he said. In, in football news, did you hear the rumors that Tom Brady might be retiring? Yeah, I'm not sure it's true. I think it's probably just speculation. But if it were me, I probably would retire if it gave me more time to watch Emily in Paris. <laughs> but I really think for Tom right now, it's just a tough decision between balancing his career and relationships, sort of like Emily. It was, it was so funny. And then uh, he actually used some football analogies to, to break down the show. Here's what he said. This is a classic showdown between Emily's career and her love life. Early on, the O's were getting completely dominated by the X's. And there were a lot of X's, if you know what I mean. 
Gabrielle, Matthew Cadeau, Timothy, Doug from Chicago, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> there was one part where he goes, Sacre Bleu, man. It was so funny. I was dying. That's I love that skit. He is he has got the greatest comedic timing, Peyton Manning. He is so funny. Hammer's been SNL a couple times before in the past. Yeah. Every single skit that he does is just hysterical. And that alternate commentary that he does with his brothers, just it's it's a great watch. Will they be doing that for the big game? I don't have the answer. That'd be pretty cool if they were. I hope so. I hope so. Finally, this morning, McDonald's is trending. So starting today, the chain is adding four new menu items that were inspired by fan favorite menu hacks. So basically, these are things that fans started doing. They submitted their ideas when it comes to, you know, their creations using some of the items on the McDonald's menu. So here are some of the menu hacks that you can start ordering today. The hash brown McMuffin. Basically, you buy you you get a hash brown now that goes inside of the sausage McMuffin and it gives it a little extra crispy bite. It's only available during breakfast hours. Then you have the the crunchy double, which is chicken McNuggets topped with a double cheeseburger and then drizzled with tangy barbecue sauce. That sounds like a lot. Uh, the land, air, and sea. It's a McChicken stacked on top of a Big Mac, stacked on a filet of fish. <laughs> Wow, my stomach hurts just hearing yeah, this. Yeah, that and, is a meal. And then the surf and turf, which is a filet of fish stacked onto a double cheeseburger. Again, they're going to be available starting today, and that is what's trending. Okay, here we go. We want caller 20, 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up for a really fun prize. We have a four-pack of tickets for you to go see the original Harlem Globetrotters, the spread game tour at the Thomas & Mack Center. It's happening. Happening on March 1st, every slam dunk, killer pass, and magic fade away, and through every smile for a child and every achievement with the community they visit, the Harlem Globetrotters are coming to town. We are so excited about that. If you want to go, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. Pick your category. Pick your partner. If you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, Leslie, you're caller 20. Ready to play Heads Up? Yeah. Let's get you these Harlem Globetrotters tickets. We'll have them all week long. Here are your categories to choose from. Do you want to go with bread and butter, hot chocolate, eat your vegetables, drive safe, or reptiles? Oh, boy. Uh, How about... Uh, hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. National Hot Chocolate Day is today. So these are all things that are associated with chocolate. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, I'm going to go with Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Leslie. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to get that four-pack of tickets to go see the Harlem Globetrotters, and you start now. Sometimes you put these spongy things in your hot chocolate. Marshmallows. Yes. Sometimes you spray this on top of your hot chocolate. Yes. Sometimes you um, put, there's multicolored and there's chocolate ones that you put on top of your ice cream. Oh, sprinkles. Yes. Um, This is the name, uh, another name for hot chocolate. We call it hot. Cocoa. Yes. This is, um, you might have 2%. You might have whole. uh, Yep. This is, um, it comes in brown and white. You need these both to make like chocolate chip cookies. Um, it, it, it's. Oh, sugar? Yes, yeah. sugar! <laughs> Congratulations! 
I am so excited. You're Thank gonna, you. You're going to have a blast, Leslie. You're all set with a four-pack of tickets to the original Harlem Globetrotters, the Spread the Game Tour, Thomas & Mack Center, March 1st. So it's coming up uh, in just about a month, so you're all set with those. Harlem Globetrotter tickets all week long in the early edition of Heads Up. And then coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, when you win Heads Up, it was just announced, you'll get tickets to go see Lady Gaga. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 636 on Monday. Thank you guys for joining us. So on Saturday night, I took my husband as a little surprise and we went and saw Lionel Richie. How was that show? Oh, he was so good. I actually... I think I enjoyed it more than he did. And I was, I was, I mean, he's a big fan. So I was just like, oh, he's going to love this. And I, I mean, I love Lionel Richie. We got the opportunity to interview him and he's like literally the nicest man. But when it comes to his music, my husband, huge fan. I was, yeah, I, I like a lot of his songs, but we went and man, that show was incredible. He was so great. All the hits, like all, every single song was a hit. I knew every single song. It was crazy and we're sitting there like we we first get there we get there um a little early and we're just sitting in our seats and i look and i see james corden walk in and this is the second show i've seen him at i saw him at harry styles too and both times he's been like right in front of us it's really weird i kind of felt like he was following me um so i'm like wow i i go to my husband i go there's james corden and he's like again i'm like yeah that's so weird so you know during this sh- we take a couple pictures behind we're like oh james corden's here huh? uh-huh. um and so we're uh w- we watch the show lionel stops and and acknowledges him he's like everybody james corden's here and everyone's like Woo! so it was it was really cool so after the show i meet up with a friend of mine and uh he works there over at at the win and and so he was on the clock and we're talking and at as we're talking, everybody just kind of leaves. So we're like the only people left at the Encore Theater just talking to my friend. And as we're talking, James Corden walks out like he had gone backstage to talk to Lionel or something. And it's just him and his two friends. And my husband sees the look on his face on my face. And I'm like, <gasps> and he's like, oh, my gosh. And uh, he, he he goes, I, I I just stare at him. I'm like, should I say something? Should I not say something? So he walks by. He goes, which way is it? Is the exit from here? And uh, my friend who works there, he's like, oh, it's just around this way, man. He's like, thank you. God bless you. And then I said something that I wish I could take back. I don't know why I said it. I'm so embarrassed. I go, Papa Mochi. And he turns and looks at me. And he's like, hello. I'm like, I love you, Papa Mochi. Do you even know what that means? It's a, mo- is probably- it a mo- character is in a movie? No. Or- I have no idea. It's so embarrassing. I can't believe I said it. I go it. So, um, in the group BTS, uh-huh. one of the members named Jimin. They call him Baby Mochi, and then they they named James Corden the honorary Papa. Mochi. Oh, they give him that name. Oh, that's great. So he looks at me, and then my husband goes. Can she take a picture with you? I didn't even ask. I was like, oh, God. And so he's like, of course. So I walk up to him, and I'm still embarrassed that I said Papa Mochi. And I turn and go, I'm a big fan of BTS, too. 
And then we turned to take a picture. I said nothing about being a fan of his. I said nothing complimentary to him. I just said that I was also a fan of BTS. And I'm like, thank you. And that was it. I am cringing. I am cringing that I said that to him, that I made no reference to him and his work. I was like, I also like BTS, which, by the way, poor Jimin, if you haven't heard the news, he got rushed to the hospital last night for appendicitis and he has covid and that's scary but he's gonna be okay but i was so insulting is that not so insulting i don't think it's insulting i don't think it's insulting at all i think you're 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 diving way well maybe the uh you, you gave me a hard time for talking to kevin hart and not mentioning kevin hart when i broke I so you know what i'm gonna go payback, back yeah, whatever he said to me back then that it was rude you didn't talk about his movies you opened with with the rock and not kevin hart never put it back on you actually but no i think i think that's very sweet i think it shows you know, in his mind, he's probably thinking that you're a fan of his because you knew all of the uh, the BTS stuff. Like, you knew the fact that BTS was on with him, and they gave him a cute little nickname. So, to me, that shows you are a fan of James Corden. Like, you watch every night, and you just happen to see that BTS episode. I That's nice of you to say. I fully expect you to come at me because and use everything I said against you because <laughs> payback is, is fair play. But, I, I mean, I... I think at one point I go, oh, and I love your show, too. Like, I like it was an afterthought. Like, I'm like, oh, I love BTS. We love BTS. <laughs> BTS is great. <laughs> oh, and I love your show, too. Like, when, it's so embarrassing. When you guys were taking the photo, did you, is that when you dropped the, um, the, like, the were you talking BTS when you took the photo? Or when did you drop the, oh, I'm a fan of your show as well? I think I said it as he was walking away when once I realized that I completely insulted him. What if you would have said, you're a fan, you're a fan of the show. <laughs> Outside of BTS, what was your most favorite recent guest of mine? <laughs> Yeah, BTS. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch. I have the picture, and in it, I'm looking, and he just—he looks happy. He looks happy. Maybe I'll. Maybe we can post it. I just. I, oh man, he's, he's, he's a cool dude. How he, insulting. He, he he's a cool. It seems like James Corden's gonna be a cool dude. No matter what you say to him, it seems like he's gonna be a cool dude. Seems like obviously he's approachable because he asked for a photo. He's like, yeah, absolutely. So he seems like a cool dude that are just kind of laugh off the fact that you all talked about BTS instead of. And I called him Papa Mochi. <laughs> well, maybe too. Maybe that was like a blessing. Like he, people always talked to him about his show and this was like, he was happy to talk about BTS. Maybe he was. Yeah. He, I mean, and, and when I said that, he said, God bless you. God, bless. he kept telling us, God bless you. Like he said that like four or five times. God bless you. God bless you. And I kind of for a minute thought maybe it was like, bless your heart. But his version of it, uh, like, like oh, maybe sweetie. he's like, oh, God bless you. Oh, get out of my face. But um, yeah, it was really embarrassing. I, if you've ever said something so cringy to a celebrity i'm with you I, I i'm still cringy i think it happens because you're just so excited to be around a celebrity that you, your mind just kind of turns off for a second i just wanted to relate to him and i wanted to show that we're like cool and we like the same things we both like bts and uh, he's just like god bless you <laughs> i'm like hey, i love bts yay <laughs> so stupid i'm so embarrassed so if i can just crawl under this rock you can come at me because i deserve it for when i gave you grief about kevin hart just it'd be like hey idiot way to talk about bts to james i'm never gonna go back and t- if i knew this ahead of time i would have just pulled the audio and said hold on let me play exhibit a <laughs> if everything you said to me about oh. kevin hart i'll just play back for you well it's only fair that that you give it back to me. <laughs> We've got the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? Can you predict the stock market by tracking the music that we listen to? We'll talk about that. Also, 60% of younger men say they are attracted to this. And 
what are the top excuses that we all use to get out of stuff? Keep this in mind next time someone uses one of these on you. They're sending you a message. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. I would not base my whole investment strategy around this, but it could be a good guide for you. A new study has found you might be able to predict whether the stock market will go up or down by tracking what people are listening to on Spotify, specifically how happy those songs are. Researchers tracked the 200 most popular songs on Spotify in 40 countries and compared them to what the financial markets were doing. And what they found was that if we start listening to happier music, stocks tend to go up that week. Then they usually go down or at least rise more slowly the week after. The bigger the shift in listening habits, the bigger the swing in stocks. And when sad songs were popular, more money shifted into safer assets like um, like government bonds. So does happy music make us want to invest more? Not exactly. They think we just tend to listen to happier, more upbeat music when we're feeling optimistic and sadder or angrier music when we're not. So the two things correlate, but they don't necessarily cause each other to happen. Tracking our listening habits might just be a good way to tell how positive we're feeling in general. And that all might change with Spotify this week. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of things going on with them right hey, now. Hey, we're, we're taking this person off. We're taking <laughs> So there's maybe some happy people. There may be some sad people. Yeah, it's a mixed bag over there with Spotify right now. But that's interesting to see how what, what correlates to what we're listening to based on what we're doing with our money. Just in general, I, I wonder if they have done a study where they looked at what we listened to pre-COVID during covid mm-hmm. and what will be post covid like just to see like happy happy crash <laughs> nobody's yeah. starting to get happy yeah happy down happy. resurgence down <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting to see that also this morning there is a dating site for older women looking for younger men it's called olderwomendating.com and they say that 60% of younger men of any age will be attracted to mature and older women. Now, among that 60%, 34% in their early 20s prefer to date women who are 5 to 10 years older than them. And the site says that there are four main reasons. Now, guys, what do you think? Do you like to date a woman who is older than you? Or younger than you, or just in your kind of same range, 702-364-9400. The four main reasons they they say is that mature women have more experience when it comes to everyday life. Uh, they are often achievers with advanced experience in their work field or their career. Older women have often found their way in the world and know how to be self-sufficient. They know how to be independent and they have refined their personalities and social skills, making them more self-assured and more confident. When I was dating, it was either same age pool or younger. Laura, she's eight years younger than me, so obviously I dated a little bit younger back then. Uh, I never dated older women when I was in the dating pool. It was always the same age or a little bit younger. Looking back, I wish I, wish I would have opened up my mind to, to dating an older woman. I have always dated guys older than me Mm -hmm. and not a ton older than me, but they've always been older than me. Um, But I'll, I don't know that I would have the patience to date a younger guy. (laughs) It just depends on how much younger, you know, if it's like 10 years, I, 
that may that might be difficult with me because I'm like very impatient sometimes. Uh, but if it's like you know four or five years, then then maybe I don't know. We think it depends too where you are in your life. Are you, are you twenty four dating a twenty year old? Are you thirty eight dating a thirty year old? I think it all depends on what age you are in your life dating younger. Because I think at thirty eight and thirty, I think there's. Well, me as a 30-year-old male, there were still some immaturities there and still, like, wanted to go out and party, have a good time. 38-year-old JC started to calm down a little bit and then, like, you know, you have to go out every single weekend. So I think, for, for is it for guys, once they enter the early 30s, is that when they start to kind of mature more and not, I don't want to say settle down, but not be as wild as they were in their 20s? No, no, definitely <laughs> not. Definitely. Doesn't work that no, way. No. Uh, no, I think you're right. It just depends, like... Okay, how how old is the woman? How old is the man? What's the age difference there? It, it I, I definitely think like what decade you're in depends on it. But yeah, I, I we have some good friends, and the wife is what is she like six years older than the husband? And it, I mean, I can't see them with anyone else. They are just like mm-hmm. the perfect match. It's just, it's really interesting. Obviously, it depends on the person too. Okay, finally, this morning, do you have a go-to excuse to get out of something you don't want to do, or are you someone who just tries to mix it up? A new survey asked people what they do when they want to get out of something, and sixty-three percent said that they try to find other. More important things to do instead. They ask people for the excuse they go with the, the most often. And the, the most common response was, I'm too tired. Sorry, I can't meet you tonight. I'm too tired. Which I kind of feel like that would be an insulting excuse. Like, <laughs> I'm too tired. I don't know. Do, would you ever use that as an excuse? Well, I was just going to say, I appreciate the honesty in that. Of, Listen, I'm exhausted, guys. I'm sorry. I'm going to be in a bad mood. It's just not going to work. I'm too tired to come. Well, the way you just said it, that doesn't sound as insulting. If you say, well, I just picture it like, hey, um, you we're still meeting tonight. No, I'm too tired. <laughs> it's all in the tone. Whoa, in the <laughs> okay. Um, the other excuse is number two, it's too cold, which that's going to be tough to use here in Vegas, even though it's a little chilly right now. It's, oh, yeah, it's, I'm too cold. It's we were, too cold. We were invited to a, a going away party at a friend's house. This was back in December. And the day of, uh, I'm excited. She was a close friend of ours. And uh, Laura goes, dress warm. I'm like, why? Because the party's outside. I'm like, oh, man, it's too cold. That, but, you, but you still <laughs> I went. I still went. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, man, it's too cold to be having a party outside in December. Some of the other excuses, I forgot. I'll start tomorrow. I didn't sleep well last night. I'm trying to save money. And, oh, wow, this, this will go over well. Uh, ask me to go somewhere and I'll give you the number seven excuse. Hey, Mercedes, you want to grab drinks tonight? I just can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Who says that? Come on. But wait, now go back to the one you just said. We glanced over it. I forgot. So, Mercedes, let's have drinks tonight. Sure, I'll see you at five o'clock. Awesome. Tomorrow morning. Hey, where were you? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Not like my car broke down. I, yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. I just, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> I actually kind of like that excuse because then I'm like, oh. Wow. Okay. You 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 good? You okay? I I forgot. I, I forgot. forgot. <laughs> we announced it this morning. Lady Gaga. She's returning to Las Vegas for her jazz and piano residency. Starts in April. Tickets on sale Friday. We have yours at eight twenty five. Mix ninety four point one. It's Mercedes in the morning. It is seven oh two. Thank you guys for joining us on this Monday morning. If you missed it earlier, uh, we talked about this when we first came on the air. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to get out of here here in the next uh, 
five to ten minutes I have to leave town I had a death in the family my my aunt passed away she's my she's also my godmother and so I'm going to be boarding a flight to New Mexico in an hour and 40 minutes so uh, luckily we're close to the airport so I can just run over over there yeah and I have a carry-on and I'll just zoom on there so I'm gonna have to leave um but JC and Steph are gonna hold down the fort here and then we're also we have our interview with Avril Lavigne coming up at eight o'clock that we did a zoom with her last week and it was so good and we cannot wait for you guys to hear it she was so fantastic so that's coming up at eight o'clock and then speaking of deaths in the family Poor Steph, I saw this weekend, I saw your mom posted it, um, that, that your grandmother passed away. And so it's just, oh, it's been a rough one. And I, I'm, I'm so sorry. And we're just, oh, we, we just want to give you some big time love this morning. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. You're always so there for me. And I think we all are. Whenever there's a death in the family, you go do your thing. You take care of your stuff. And we're still here to support you. I remember uh, when uh, when my grandmother passed away, and you were talking about it earlier, Steph. I was just thinking about this, and, and, and my prayers go out to your family. And just, it's hard losing a loved one. Same Mercedes with you and your aunt. And that was, you said, you know, it was it was, it was fast too. She was ill, but it's just it's just shocking news to hear that. But looking back, has an adult ever said anything? Like as as you're an adult now, looking back at your childhood, has an adult ever said anything to you that just kind of has your head, you're scratching your head right now? Because I remember when my grandmother passed away, and this was the first time that I was dealing with death. I was 19 years old. This was 1994, and it was just a very sad time. And I was, it was my mom's cousin. For some reason, we we're going from like my grandmother and pappy's house, my grandfather, to like the funeral home or something. And I like, ended up in his car, and I was just upset, crying and stuff. And he looked at me, and he's an older gentleman. He looks at me and he goes, "Get used to it." Like what? Get used to it. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, get used to it. He goes, yeah, Pappy's next. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, Way like, to console the like, little yeah. kid. I'm like, well, I'm like, okay. And he's like, once one grandparent goes, the rest are soon to follow. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, okay. And so now I'm crying over the fact that, you know, I lost my grandmother. But now in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, does that mean all one goes? Is it a domino effect and the rest go? Now, uh, Pappy. And my dad's mom, Lita, they lived decades after that. They lived a long, prosperous life after that. But I'm looking back at the time, like, why would you, to a kid who's crying over losing his grandmother, why would you say, get used to it? It's kind of like that rub some dirt in it when you get whole, when you get hurt on the, the, base, the baseball field and it's like, oh, just rub some dirt in it. It's almost like ignore it and just yeah that's that's messed up I'm, a kid's gonna remember that that's traumatizing it's gonna stick with you and i'm thinking was he trying to be consoling of like hey you know it's like a guy to guy like you know toughen up because this is this this is the circle of life and it's gonna happen again i'm like i know it's gonna happen again but let me grieve this one before i start worrying about the other ones have you ever gotten really bad advice that or like traumatizing advice you look back and you're like what were they thinking when they told me that 702-364-9400 or were they just like glaze over the fact that you're a human being with emotions and it's like well okay uh, like i get i i get it maybe he was trying to toughen you up but and that was back in the day is things are a little different now i don't know maybe he still would say the same thing <laughs> who knows yeah i looking but when i said it, i felt like it was like okay like is this man talk like guy to guy I wasn't in the mood for man talk right then i wanted to just you know ride my emotions out but it's just a heavy thing to drop and it's like god that stuck with me and it's Steph just triggered it with uh, just the sad loss of her grandmother. It's weird that stuff sticks with you. I remember in high school once I had a I had an English teacher and he I loved him as a teacher. He just I learned so much from him. But some of his like advice, life advice, I think back on now. I'm like, that was so 
backwards. Like, what was he trying to teach us? So we would talk, you know, about these great works of literature and stuff, and he'd encourage people to participate in in the conversations. And so I was really into it. I was like, I really wanted to participate. And so I would always put my hand up. And (laughs) I remember one time there was no one else's hand up. I had my hand up. And he's like looking around like, my hands up but he's like i'm like i'm see-through like he doesn't even see me and then some boy puts his hand up i can't remember who it does it was and he's like oh you know what no kyle whatever so so kyle answers his question and then after that he turns and he looks at me and he says sometimes you just gotta let men do the talking oh dang and i remember just sitting there like okay and then like after that i was too shy to ever raise my hand again i was just like or if i did i waited to see if a guy was gonna raise his hand and if they didn't then i would put it up but it was just so backwards and like it infuriates me now i wish i would have said something i wish i would have been like excuse me but then i was like oh okay oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i put my hand down like who would say that and what was the professor's name oh i don't know what grade or grade was it 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 was like ninth grade different mindset but yeah you look back and as a kid you just kind of like almost like take it now you look back at as an adult you'd respond differently and thinking so why are you t- and he said it to you how many other girls did he say to i know you know and that's, it changed their mindset but there were also other girls in that class so they heard it so then they yeah. probably were like yeah. I'm but oh my gosh i think back at the time i didn't think anything of it and now i'm like oh, i'm so mad i okay. can't believe it <laughs> you're gonna head out of here but i say next week you get that teacher on the line and i get my mom's <laughs> cousin on the line and we confront them all these years later i, mean, I, I wonder if he's still teaching like if he was if he is i hope he has changed his ways but yeah i'm gonna head out to the airport now guys uh you are in great hands with these two and maybe i'll check in uh from Harry Reid International. <laughs> That's a new name, right? Yeah, I told someone last week, I mentioned to Karen. No, I said Harry Reid. They go, Harry Reid? I'm like, yeah, it changed. So people don't realize that. Yeah, it's Harry Reid yes. International. So, so we'll see. Uh, get over to Harry. Uh, hopefully the traffic's not bad. We got to check in with Mitch. I, gotta, I, I never drive in the morning traffic. This is very odd. <laughs> and up next, we do have the dirt. And there's Gaga tickets for you in the 8 o'clock hour. It's Elton John and Dua Lipa, Cold Heart on Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Yeah, we've been talking about it all morning. Mercedes, uh, her, her aunt passed away, and she's heading to the, the funeral, and she just left the show about 15 minutes ago. So Steph and I will be here for the rest of the morning, also here tomorrow morning. And I love this because Mercedes is driving to the airport and was concerned about traffic, and someone just sent a text message. So Mercedes, if you're listening, this just came in like five minutes ago. Uh, they wrote, I just drove through the airport tunnel and traffic is perfectly fine no delays at all have a safe trip and my thoughts are with you all of our thoughts are with you Mercedes have a safe trip so she's going to check in when she gets to the airport. So Steph is here. She'll sit in on the dirt. And we got some great best of segments coming up. And don't forget that interview with Avril Levine is coming up at 8 o'clock. So in the years since the 2004 Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction, Justin Timberlake has been given, he's been kind of given the role of villain, especially since he seemingly just stayed quiet and let Janet Jackson take the hit. But in her new Lifetime documentary, Janet says that she and Justin talked once after the incident, and she advised him to keep quiet because she didn't want him to deal with any drama. Janet also said that when Justin headlined the Super Bowl halftime show in 2018, his team reached out to see if she'd be interested in appearing. 
But she declined, saying it would be, quote, reliving something that happened over 10 years ago. And she says that she and Justin remain, uh, quote, very good friends. Did you watch any of this stuff? So I have it recorded, and I'm, I guess it was a two-parter, right? And it's, it's a, a four-parter. It's a four-parter. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, I and I love Janet, and I'm so happy she came out saying that her and Justin are on good terms. I love Justin. I love Janet. And I just hope that everything's all good with them. But I'm thinking about this. Okay, so if she says, hey, listen, you lay low. I got this. Don't worry about it. And all this heat comes down on Janet Jackson. I'm Justin Timberlake. You man up and step out and say, listen, guys, this is... Wouldn't you, if you're just at some point, come out and start talking about it? And that's what you would hope for. That's yes. what you would want. But see, I don't know what goes behind the scenes with the publicists and all their people and their teams. Like, no, you have to say this and you have to say that. So I really don't know what goes on in their daily lives. But as human beings, I would hope that Justin Timberlake All these does. years after the fact. Yes. I know Janice said, don't worry, I got it. I'm like, okay, I know you got it, but let me just step in and, and say a couple of things. Right, right, right. Is that Mercedes on and the line? And yeah, Mercedes is on hold oh, right now. Bring her in because this next story um, she touched on earlier in the show that I'm going to get into. Hello, hello. Hi, I'm driving and listening to you guys on my way to the Aww. airport. This is very exciting. This is the first time I've ever done this. Right, this is kind of weird, <laughs> it's huh? It's for everything. <laughs> well, Mercedes, you touched on this, this next story briefly, and I'm glad you called in because this is pretty intense. BTS member Jimin is currently recovering from appendicitis surgery and also COVID-19. He got the double whammy. So his record label released a statement saying, Jimin experienced sudden abdominal pain along with a mild sore throat. This was on January 30th, so Sunday afternoon. He went to the hospital, the emergency room. They did an examination. They did a PCR test. So on top of testing positive for COVID-19, he was diagnosed with acute appendicitis and underwent surgery this morning. Baby Mochi! I'm so sad for him, but he's going to be okay. He's tough, but he's he's so cute. Jimin is, he's like the, he's like the romantic one of the of, of the group, and he's just so cute. I'm glad he's going to be okay. Did anybody, does everyone have uh, their appendix on the show? Did anyone else have this surgery? I've never had this surgery, no. Mercedes? No, no, I, I have my appendix fully intact. Uh, tonsils, everyone got their tonsils? I have tonsils. Mercedes? I have Apple. Who's got their wisdom teeth? I got five wisdom teeth still. You, I do too. You got five? But I think mine's crooked. No, I don't know if I have five, but I have a wisdom tooth that's like growing inward. Yeah. So I got to get surgery nah. at some point. I'll just leave it. Whatever. <laughs> wisdom teeth, Mercedes? I got no wisdom teeth. They're gone. Ooh. She got no wisdom, but she has street street smarts. <laughs> <laughs> There's a website called... Vi- Hey, can you guys hear me? I'm going through the airport tunnel right now. Woo! Oh, you are? Watch the drip. Did you, get the, did, you, did you catch the drip? No, I didn't get the drip. But hold on. I'm, I'm exiting it. This is usually where I get the drip. And I am... Dripless! Yeah. Yay! Good job! Not, and you're not talking about the drip from last week where we talked about the no, drip with the STD. No, that's, a, that's guys get that drip. Can ladies okay. get the drip? I don't <laughs> I hope not. I hope Mercedes, no. did you hear that Steph took that clip and made it a promo? So it airs like all the time talking about the drip. Oh my gosh. Did did you talk about the follow-up where you had had to get antibiotics for the drip? I never had the drip. <laughs> you, have, you know so much about it, though. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this. A report in The Sun says that for the second year in a row, Ed Sheeran has the highest, cele- he's the highest celebrity taxpayer in the UK. Take a guess at how much Ed Sheeran had to pay in taxes last year. You go first, Mercedes. Ed Sheeran, how much do you have to pay in taxes? 
$3 million. Okay, $3 million. Uh, Steph? I was going to say $1.8 million. $1.8 million. Ed Sheeran wishes. Uh, last year, Ed Sheeran paid $28 million in taxes. Oh, Ouch. Wow. I guess if you make that much money, that's nothing, though, right? I guess. It's like, what if it's 10% of his income or something? It's not, yeah, yeah but still, $28 million. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Mm-mm. Uh, TV tonight, there's that celebrating Betty White, America's Golden Girl. That airs tonight, and there's going to be tributes from President Biden, Drew Barrymore, Jimmy Fallon, Jay Leno, and then Cher is on there, and she sings the Golden Girls theme song. We actually have that right here, so you get a taste of that. Here's Cher doing the theme song to Golden Girls. You gonna watch it tonight, Steph? Uh, I love share, and the only reason why I love share is because we share a birthday, May twentieth. <laughs> other than that, I might check in, see what other artists, artists, and celebs that go on. I love Betty White; she's such a sweetheart. So. It's on at ten, so I'll be in bed. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> All right, Mercedes, that we're wrapping up the dirt. You met you at the airport yet? Yeah, I'm pulling into valet right now, so I got to go. All right, do your thing. We love you. Okay, bye guys. Love bye. You. So next hour, uh, one hour for right now, we announced it this morning. Lady Gaga is coming back to Las Vegas. She's got a residency starting back up, and we've got your tickets. Win them before you come buy them. Tickets coming up at 825. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. That's Silk Sonic. They've got a residency coming up, and it was announced this morning Lady Gaga is back. She's returning to Las Vegas for her jazz and piano residency. This starts April 14th. Dolby Live, Park MGM. Tickets go on sale Friday. We have your tickets next hour, right around 825 when you win Heads Up. And Mercedes is talking about it all morning. Um, her, her aunt recently passed away, and she's making her way down to New Mexico right now as we speak for the for the funeral. She started the show with us. She had to head out of here, what, around 7 o'clock, Steph? And now she's on the phone. She's checked into the airport. She's in. She's at the airport. She looks like she's situated in, and she's on the phone right now. Hello? Mercedes? No, hold on one second. Hello? Hello? How is the airport? You're, you're all settled in? You ready to go? I'm actually in the line at Starbucks right now. I'm in the CJ so like I'm trying to not be too loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, your 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 flights. What time's your flight? Eight fifty. Well, it got it got delayed because it was at um, eight forty, and now it's leaving at eight fifty six. So I have a little bit of time now. Oh, see, and I, I know you don't like that. I'm like your husband. I, I like see right now that excites excites me. You got time to get some coffee, maybe go buy a magazine, sit down, enjoy yourself before your flight starts. I can hear the anxiety in your voice, Mercedes, because I know you're such a planner. And you're like, gosh, that 16 minutes, I could have been working on the show and stuff. Now, you're in line at Starbucks. Is the line long? Like, is there people in front of you and back of you? It was so long, but now I'm actually getting to the front, so now this is going to be awkward when I have to order, because watch it, like, my ordering voice is different than my normal working voice. Oh, is it? Hello. Yes, hi. <laughs> Does it get all high-pitched? What are you going to get? What are you going to get at Starbucks? You guys, $10 whoever knows my order. Oh, $10? I know what it is. Okay, well, let me guess, because I feel like, JC, you know. I feel like it's just a regular hot coffee with coconut milk. A splash of coconut milk. Oh, a splash. 
But you got to do it the right way. What do I say when I order? You go, hi. <laughs> it's Mercedes. <laughs> How are you all today? You're very friendly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I, there's one more person in front of me that I have to go. Okay. Are we? This is so embarrassing. Uh, can we hear, do we let you go or can we hear the order? You can hear the order. Okay. You can make some of this. Oh. Okay. I'm coming up next. How's everything going over there, guys? It's good. It's good. We're excited because that uh, Avril Lavigne interview. We're going to play that in about four minutes. Oh, my God. Okay. This is so embarrassing. Should I say something different? Should I do anything about that? Yeah, do a, do a southern, southern bell accent. Okay. This is going to be really accurate. Some Mercedes at the airport catching a flight, about to order her Starbucks. In a southern accent. <laughs> With a southern accent, if you're just joining us. With the mask on, so it's a little muffled. Oh, right. Yeah, she's got mask on. Oh, okay. Yeah. How are y'all today? Good. It's amazing. You having a good day? Oh, yeah, it's my Monday. No, not too bad. Busy, busy. <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> Did you order? I know they're changing the receipts. Oh. You want your... your... It's getting hard to hear. I know. Mercedes? Mercedes, you there? Yeah. Okay. There's a there's a lot going on there. You're breaking out of character, Mercedes. you got to stay in character. <laughs> She's like Jimmy Fallon on SNL, always breaking character doing bits. <laughs> Come on. you got to be consistent. <laughs> what is that beeping sound? Oh, oh. Well, listen, we, get, we, we, we got to roll a song to keep to stay on time with Avril okay. Levine coming up here. So safe travels to you. Enjoy your coffee. And if you're if you're delayed longer, call us back. OK. OK. Bye, y'all. All right. Bye, bye y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Avril Levine's new album is coming out on February 25th. We did a Zoom with her last week and she was awesome. We'll play you the Zoom interview with Avril Levine coming up right after Adele. It's Mix 94.1. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Oh, it is so good to see you. I just, I, I feel this, this rush of nostalgia, but also this excitement for new music. Your new album, Love Sucks, coming out in February. Talk to us about this album. Did you go in with a plan for it or did it just kind of happen? It kind of just happened. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so like, um, 
Travis Barker reached out to me. He was like, should we get together? Are you writing? So, like, we, we started working. I, um, I started working with uh, John Feldman and Maude. And, like, basically, I just, like, wrote a ton of songs during the pandemic. And I have lots of fun features. Uh, my newest single, Love It When You Hate Me, fe- features Black Bear. I have a song with Machine Gun Kelly and a song with Mark Hoppus. So, the, the album... I feel like I wrote this album with the intention of like playing these songs live. The album's like high energy. It's super fun. And I'm going out on tour this year and, and taking these songs live. So yeah, I'm just super stoked. We're excited you to be here in Las Vegas for the, the huge When We Were Young Festival. It's now three dates. So we get to get, have you here in Las Vegas. Now, when you were recording the, the album, was this still like pandemic-y times? Was this stuff done via Zoom or you guys in person when you did the songs yeah. together? Yeah, I had a mask on in the studio. (laughs) And um, one of the songs was written over Zoom with Mark Hoppus. And then he would sing his part where he was, and it would come into the session. Then I'd go run into the booth and sing, and it was just, like, all updating. So that was a unique experience. I have not done that before. Um, But it worked worked great still. And, yeah, I just had, like, a lot of time to... Like, well, partially, like, I didn't have a label and management at the, and a manager at the time, and I just, like, got together with all, like, my friends in music, and we just, like, made these dope songs, and it was just, like, I was, like, hanging out and genuinely just having so much fun, and I feel like that, like, comes across on this record in the song. You can really hear it in the songs. Like, I just get so excited when I love Bite Me, love it when you hate me. It's so fantastic. And and you talk about working with these these friends of yours and and they say never meet your heroes because you'll be disappointed. I know Mark Hoppus was kind of one of those to you, but it sounds like it was a great experience. Were you nervous in working with some of these people that I know you idolize? I know you loved listening to Blink-182 when you were younger. Yeah, um, for sure. I was like, this, I was like, okay, like, this is really cool. This is pretty cool. <laughs> like, it was in high school. So let's see, I was like 14 when I got into high school. And I was like, just starting to get into like bands like Green Day, Matchbox 20, Goo Goo Dolls, Blink 182. Um, and. Yeah, Offspring, and then, like, that. So when I think of Blink, I think of that. When I I started listening to, discovering music on my own, buying CDs for the for myself, and I wanted to rock. I, I, if I'm Blink-182, I'm geeking out because I'm working with Avril Lavigne. I'm sorry, I, I'm flipping the other way. I'm like, dude, I'm working with Avril on their new album. I'm geeking out if I'm one of the other guys working with you because I think that's awesome. So uh, I, I, I do have a question. Are you are you making Skater Boy into a movie or is that just like an online rumor that's been floating yeah. around? Or are you really turning that song into a movie? It's happening. It's been a rumor actually like my whole career. And since like the like 20 years ago, the first album, like people have been talking about it and there were always articles. And I was like, I just have to do this eventually. And then a couple of years ago, I sat down with my movie agent and I was like, all right, let's turn Skater like Boy into a movie now. Let's get going. And it's just been like, meetings i'm producing it developing it and um i can't wait it's gonna be so fun i I do have one skater question uh when it comes to skating shoes are you or were you a vans person or dc person like i think more like dc like the big fat shoes in high school (laughs) and like but like i've been a vans girl for years now too um but like initially it was like the big 
bad skate shoe, like in high school. <laughs> We've got part two of our interview with Avril Lavigne. That is coming up. Will Avril be getting a Las Vegas residency? And what interesting issue is she having with her neighbor? Find out in about 10 minutes. Plus, at 825, we have your tickets to go see Lady Gaga. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and it was just announced earlier this morning, Lady Gaga is coming back to Las Vegas for her jazz and piano residency happening April 14th through May 1st, Dolby Live, Park MGM. Those tickets go on sale Friday. We have your tickets. Win it before you can buy them. Coming up in less than five minutes. That's Avril Lavigne's new single. It's called Bite Me with Travis Barker from Blink-182. Her new album, Love Sucks, is coming out on February 25th. And last week, Mercedes and I did a Zoom interview with her. Let's get back into part two of that interview with Avril talking about coming to Las Vegas in October for the When We Were Young Festival. Day one is announced. People go crazy. Sells out. Day two, sells out. Day three, going on sale. Like, did you expect that reaction and seeing how people are like wanting you back so badly? Have you ever considered maybe doing like a Vegas residency? Obviously your fans here are super excited to see you. Like, I think it'd be fun. Like I would totally do it. Yeah, for sure. Because then you can just stay in one place <laughs> to travel every <laughs> night to a different city. Yeah, it'd be cool. Um, like, I think I would initially think, like, oh, like, they, like, yeah, it would be my show, my vibe. So, absolutely. Yeah. Well, there, there's a spot open right now at Caesars Palace, apparently, with Adele having to cancel hers. We can, we can slide you right in there if you're ready to go. You know people. I'm in. <laughs> I will take Avril. Yes, 100%. Any excuse to get back up on stage to play live shows, absolutely. But, yeah, I'm so excited for these festivals. And, and what will you do? So when you're like you're in Vegas the first weekend, that's going to be Saturday and Sunday, are you, are you hanging out doing the town, or are you, are you just hanging out in your hotel room and you go and perform? What do you, what do, you do or like to do when you're in different cities? Um, well, for the festival, I'll for sure just be walking around drinking beer, like backstage chatting with the bands, watching them side stage, and then I'll go up on stage, play my set, get back off stage, drink some more beer. <laughs> just <laughs> <have> fun. <laughs> now, when it, when it comes to going out and letting loose when you're not working, not at a festival, do you come to Vegas? What do you like to do? Have you seen other shows? Do you do you kind of look at what other performers are doing and get ideas or what what have you seen here? Um yeah, usually I love Vegas. It's super fun. I I mean, I <laughs> I feel like I went all my through in my 20s like every weekend. We would always take trips up cuz I live in LA, so we'd always drive or you know, take jets and just go with tons of friends. Um, yeah, it's like the hotels are fun. It's fun, like walking around, like for me, like light gambling, just like slots, like fun stuff. Um, and like, there's like great restaurants. I love checking out shows for sure. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you can hear it, but my neighbor right now is doing something. He's got a jackhammer going on. I don't know what he's doing over there, but when it comes to neighbors, Avril, did I read that your neighbor has a donkey? Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> actually. <laughs> And it, what, my, neighbor what has, is it like? my neighbor has a donkey, yeah. And, like, sometimes it, like, what's it called? What do they do? They, like, no. they hee-haw. I don't know. <laughs> like, and it's really funny. Like, so, like, when I moved here, I was, like, in my house, and I could hear the donkey, and I was, like, this is so cool. <laughs> I mean, what, do you ever complain? Like, hey, your donkey's a little loud for me. 
No, I love it. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be the coolest thing. I got a jackhammer right now, and you got a donkey next door. I can also door. see whales from my house, and um, I saw a whale from my house, and I saw I see dolphins all the time. Do you? Look do you think? Malibu. Oh, I was gonna say, where do you live exactly? <laughs> you get okay. the best of both worlds. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we are so excited to see you again and so excited for the new album, Love Sucks. What was the inspiration for the title? Just love sucking or what? Yeah, pretty much. So like when I started the album, I was just like over love and feeling just like I needed a minute. I needed a break and feeling like um, it was exhausting, like what I've been through. And like, so that Love Sucks is a song that I wrote at the beginning of making this album. And I went in with like my, everyone I was working with and I was like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And that sort of set the tone for this album, but it's super fun and like playful. And um, I kind of just like reflect on my ups and downs in love and turn that into songs and um and then yeah (laughs) that's what I do it's just so nice to see you again and we can't wait for the new album so thank you so much Avril it's such a it's so great talking to you great talking to you thank you so much for having me thank you we'll see you later we'll see you in October bye see you in October she was a lot of fun. That was awesome. And Steph, is the video online? Can people watch the video right now? Yeah, it'll be actually up a little bit after 9. So make sure to check it out. Mix941.fm. Now, right now, we're looking for caller 20 at 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up for a really cool prize. We'll get to that in one second. If you're just joining us, Mercedes, she stepped out. She'll be out for the rest of the show today. And she'll be out tomorrow because she's down in New Mexico for her, her aunt's funeral. Do we know is her flight was delayed. Is she on time? We, any updates? No updates just yet. But I, I did see Matt. He came by the station. He says hi to everyone. I got to give her. Um, I had to give Matt Mercedes back. So yeah. perfect. So uh, we'll check in with Mercedes maybe tomorrow morning. If not, she'll be back with us on Wednesday morning. So right now we want caller 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up. Check this out. Earlier today it was announced that Lady Gaga is coming back to Las Vegas for her jazz and piano residency. Starts in April. Tickets go on sale Friday. We've got your tickets right now though so caller 20 you're playing heads up mercedes is out so you do get to pick your category and you get to pick your partner which would be either myself or steph this is gonna be fun i haven't played heads up on the air i don't know since what 2020 oh, so hopefully i get to play it's today. gonna be your day yeah. caller 20 plays 702-364-9400 it's time for heads up with mercedes in the morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, it is time to play Heads Up. We've got our contestant. Is that Nisa on line one? Let me bring her in here. Hey, Nisa, how's it going? Hey, JC. I'm great. How are you? Uh, fantastic. No complaints on this Monday. So we have a really cool prize for you today. Your chance to win tickets to go see Lady Gaga as she returns to Las Vegas for her jazz and piano residency. This is happening on April 14th. It starts April 14th. The tickets go on sale this Friday. Now, Mercedes is out, so you need to play with myself or Steph this morning. Uh, before you pick your partner, let me give you your categories to choose from, Okay. Okay. Your categories are we've got athletics, sweet potato, I do, bubble gum, and what's the weather like? Okay, so those are your categories. Who do you want your partner to be, myself or Steph? We're going to give Steph a go. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. What category do you want to go with today, Nisa? Um... 
Let's go with sweet potato. Sweet, sweet potato. potato. Okay. okay. All right, you guys, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You oh, get... yeah. Wait, before we start. Oh, yeah. So tater tot day is Wednesday. These are all different ways to eat potatoes. Okay, Nisa? Oh, I got this. It's my favorite food. Oh, right yes. <laughs> Me too. Okay, we got this. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. This is so exciting. You get six correct. You get those tickets to go see Lady Gaga. And ladies, you start now. Fritos, lead, uh, Cheetos. What are Chips. they? Yes. Okay, now you eat this with a steak, a side of? Baked potato. Yes. Okay, you eat this with a hamburger on the side. You have? French fries. Yes. Um, you can get these at Sonic. They're little, little hash browns. Tater tots. Yes. <laughs> um, you would have this with gravy at Thanksgiving. Mashed potatoes. Okay. And then uh, you would have this maybe um, with egg, a hard-boiled egg inside of it. You mash it. Uh, not mashed, but... Um, uh, yes! Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Oh. Great job, Nisa. Thank you. I love me some potatoes. Yeah, yeah. I'm hungry now, but you guys crushed it. You had time to spare as well. You're like 25 seconds. Oh, that was so exciting. I hope I get to play tomorrow, too. Yeah. That was so much fun. Good job, Nisa. Good job, Steph. You guys are a great team. And Nisa, yeah, you just got tickets to go see Lady Gaga. She's coming back to Las Vegas for her jazz and piano residency. That starts April 14th. Tickets go on sale Friday. And we will have those tickets all week long when you win. Heads up in the 8 o'clock hour.